You are now listening to NYY Sports Talk, a New York Yankees podcast. Find this episode on iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Stitcher Radio, and Podable. Or you can head to nyysportstalk.com slash podcast and subscribe right from the website. For live in-game Yankee updates, news, and fan giveaways, follow on Twitter at NYY Sports Talk. Now, let's talk Yankees baseball with Christian and Chris. Welcome back to the NYY Sports Talk Podcast. This is episode 25, presented by the Armchair All-Americans. I'm Christian, alongside my co-host Chris. What's up? Hungover. Really bad. (laughs) So. Never fails. Every single week. Right after the introduction, you get people to regret their decision. I went to karaoke last night for my cousin's birthday. Yeah. It was really good. Yeah. Not a good morning, though. Especially because I woke up to a text from you. As the first thing I saw was your name on my phone. It was 8 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Wake up. Be an adult. Yeah. I didn't have a kid last night. So, sorry, I slept until 8 this morning. I go to sleep till 4 or 5. I don't know. Can you turn your phone off while we're, we're conducting, while we're conducting business here? <laughs> What's up, man? How you feeling today? Uh, um, we're I'm, both kind of like miserable. You know what it is? It's just uh, uh, let me let me try this out here. Uh, Como se dice Stop. N- nothing? <laughs> because that's literally what's gone on in the last week. Stop speaking Italian, man. No, <laughs> I hate you. I hate everything about you. Then go home. No. Um, this is a really morbid podcast this week, folks. So bring up the energy level. I'll try. Uh, como se dice energy <laughs> level? Seriously, though. Uh, Yo hablo so, español, Paquito. Yeah? Si. Uh, Colloqui. <laughs> fangul. <laughs> ba fangul. You can't say that. Yeah, I can. No, that's Italian. Yeah. it's. I'm speaking your language now. That's the one word we can can't we say. Yankees? That's Do we the one. Do we even have anything Yankees to talk no, about? No, that's what I was saying. Como se dice nothing? Because we literally have nothing to talk about. Nothing has happened in the last week. You, gonna- Darvish, is still uh, a free agent. We still don't know. Is what- someone going to sign that idiot? Because I'm sick of hearing his name. Why is he an idiot, though? Because just is someone going to sign him or no? I'm, ass- I'm assuming. And let me tell you something. If he comes to the Yankees, no translator. I don't want a translator. So you're going to. Because he tweets in English. You see his tweets? No, I don't follow. All English. So Masahiro Tanaka gets one, but not you, Darvish. Yeah. How do you think that's going to go? Masahiro Tanaka doesn't tweet in English. So for all I know, he doesn't speak English, which is fine. Then you need a translator, but you, Darvish, clearly does. This is what you're picking a fight So I want to hear his voice. I want to hear him. You hear Tanaka's voice. It's not his fault that you don't speak Japanese. <laughs> I mean, think about it. What what major thing even in Major League Baseball has happened? Did we It's been a very slow week. Did did we were we on since the McCutcheon trade? 
I think it might have happened right after we recorded. I mean, that's about it. Andrew McCutcheon got traded to the San Francisco Giants. Which, big deal. I the, mean, the Mets didn't want to trade Brandon Nimmo to get him. <laughs> I mean, it's just a joke. Just another joke. I mean, have you ever seen an offseason like this where we, here we are, January, what? Today's the 21st as and we're recording? There's just so many question marks out there. You can field an all-star caliber Team a with playoff team. Agent. You can literally field a playoff team could. with the amount of free agents still available. How is Mike Mustaka still available? J.D. Martinez. Even Todd Frazier. You Darvish. Jake Arrieta. Look at the names that are still out there. And guess what? This is actually good for baseball, I think. It really is. Because these guys who are free agents, they sit and normally within a few few weeks to a couple months, they're getting these massive three, four-year deals. Most of these guys are going to have to take one-year deals outside of Darvish and J.D. Martinez. But like Todd Frazier, you tell me Todd Frazier is going to get more than one year at this point? Uh, it's gonna, it's hard Who the hell's going to gonna sign him for more than one year at this point? It's going to be the Yankees. I think the Yankees are going to sign him to a year deal. See, this is what the interesting debate is. Is it collusion amongst the owners to get the salaries down? It could be. Or. And I don't think that's a bad thing. Colluding is against labor regulations. <laughs> so I guess it is a bad thing. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. I meant like. If, if they're sitting there and they're saying, look, they're not sitting there saying, hey, we're not going to sign these guys. They're sitting here saying we're sick of this BS where all these guys are getting paid so much money. Maybe they're holding their ground a little bit and they're waiting for these guys to come come down or, back to earth. Or here's another side of the coin. Is it that 2018 offseason is going to be filled with so many mega superstars that that's, teams that's what it is. don't want to commit money to guys that aren't on that level right that's now that would is. take them out of getting Machado, getting Bryce Harper if – Clayton Kershaw hits the market. So many teams are sacrificing right now. So many teams. I don't want to say they're sacrificing 2017, but so many teams have their eyes on 2018 on the offseason. I meant sacrificing this next season. Well, think about it. If you're a team that needs a third baseman, let's say like the Yankees. Yeah. And you know that you can get by with a guy like Miguel Andujar or you can sign – Somebody like uh, Mustakis or Frazier and lock yourself up for two or three years there. And then you can't get Manny Machado. I you're, would never do that. I would never even exactly. think about it. Yeah, all right. So. The only move I'm making for third base, if it's not going to be Andujar, is Mustakis or Frazier on a one-year deal, nothing more. And how many of those? And how many? I'll tell you what. I'll give Frazier two. Because Frazier is a good guy to have off the bench if you need him. He's a good clubhouse guy. I would never in a million years give Moustakas more than one year. And how many other teams out there? I'd think- give him half a year if I could. And how many other teams out there in Major League Baseball have that same mindset? Most. Most do. And you said you'd sign him, you'd sign Todd Frazier to two years because he's a clubhouse guy. If but, I had to. But. You know that because he played here for the Yankees. Other teams don't know right. know that, so they right. wouldn't be willing to go two years. And if you're Todd Frazier, would you be willing to take a one-year deal? Or you're like, no, like, why should I have to bend over because Manny Machado is a free agent next year? I'm a free agent now. I'm. I, this is what I think I deserve. Yeah, but you're. I mean, you're Todd Frazier. 
your Mike Moustakis compared to Manny Machado. Yeah, Todd Frazier is a guy that could, even last year, you would figure would probably command four years, $55 million. Moustakis, you said? Todd Frazier. Or Todd Frazier. Nah. Listen. And Todd, I could easily see a guy like Moustakis being a $20 million a year guy with the numbers yeah, he no, puts absolutely. up. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think Moustakis would get a... More money than Frazier. And I just, that's what four for 55 is. It's less money than $20 million a year. No. But what I'm, you know, sa- but you what I'm saying didn't is. Fail remedial math, you would oh, know that. Yeah, I was actually in high end math. So. Yeah. I was just high in math. Yeah. <laughs> no, what I'm saying is, Mustakis would demand more money than Frazier. However, Frazier is going to get way too much money, I think, for what he's worth. See, we we hold him at a different value. But he's because, a guy that hits 25 home runs, and uh, he's got a decent on-base percentage. I mean, he strikes out a lot, but he's a good defender. That You know, that's $13, $14 million a year right there based on the old way of doing business. But apparently that's not the way Major League Baseball is going to do business anymore. They shouldn't. These guys get paid entirely too much money. So In the realm of real life, but... For what the standards that have been set in Major League Baseball, it really, I mean, $13 million for what Todd Frazier does, it's not really outrageous. No, I guess not. Because we, we hold him to a higher value in New York because we know what kind of a clubhouse guy he is. So you think about it. Is the jump from Frazier to Machado that great that Machado should make $35 million a year? Yes. It is. In yes. your mind? I... Man, let me tell you something. Mm. I've never seen a guy field. Mm. The way Manny Machado fields mm. his position. You can't even undermine him. No, I'm not. I'm saying... You can't underplay his talent. Is it $23 million yes. more than Todd Frazier? Yep. Mm. Yes. Trust me. How how old is Manny Machado? He's in his mid-20s. Right. Yeah. Okay. How old's Frazier? He's in his early 30s. What's Manny Machado's career batting average? I don't know. Look it up, genius. You have the computer open in front of you. Have you ever seen a guy field the way he fields? Ever. Brooks Robinson. You were alive when he was in his prime? I don't know. You're the one that likes to think that I'm 94 years old, so I probably did see him. I'm just saying that, yes, Manny Machado is worth that much more. Trust me. I. But you know what? Yeah, Manny Machado's great on paper. He scares me. He's a hothead. He needs to get his shit together. Agreed? He's a head case. I don't like the way he conducts himself on the field. Oh, but so you, if he's going to be a New York Yankee, yeah, better oh, get his shit together. Now, now all of a sudden, now he, he's crazy. But you know, last week you were like, "I want me to try to." I'm not saying I don't want him. I'm saying if he's going to come to New York, he better know how to hold himself in New York. Why Gary Sanchez doesn't know what the hell he's doing? Well, he does. He does need some lessons. Maybe Judge could hold a class. Maybe Judge should just beat him over the head with a bat. <laughs> While he's on the ground. I forget where I read it. was um, somebody ranked the top right fielders in the, in the Major League Baseball. Uh, what was Judge? Tenth? First. Oh, okay. And who was second? Stanton. Stanton. Because I read something and Judge was like fifth. I was like, come on. Everyone just hates this guy. Not hates him, but they don't give him credit for what he did. No, this was a highly... All re- they- you know this what is, it is? What? You know, everyone in this country, they all they do is we all focus on the negative. That's what anyone does with Judge. 
they don't focus on what this kid did last year. They focus on the 100 and whatever, 200 whatever strikeouts. I just told you he's right at the top right field in, in Major League Baseball. I'm not talking about the stupid thing you read. I'm talking about in general. So hungover, man. I need electrolytes. Go ahead. Take a big swig of that Gatorade. No, I'm still on the Red Bull. So That's an interesting combination. Why don't you yeah. dump the Red Bull in the Gatorade? No. That's... Let's get to something rich here. We were debating Roger Maris before. We were. Right before we came on, we were debating Roger Maris. I got heated, too. I said words I, I don't say on this podcast. But you said Bafangula on here, so... That's fine. No, it's not. I see in Italiano. Uh, como se dice edit? <laughs> um, we were debating Roger Maris. Because you asked Hall me, of Fame. you asked me who won the 1962 MVP. It was award. my trivia question to you. Because I was shocked that Mickey Mantle won the MVP in 1962. I didn't think he had any substantial years left after 1961. I really didn't. And I told you that Roger Maris is very, very overrated. And he does not belong in the Hall of Fame. And he's not in the Hall of Fame. I agree with you. He's overrated. Not even overrated. We talk about him because of the one year. That's it. Okay, that's fine. 260 career batting average. I'm not saying his career as a whole. He never even hit 300 home runs in his career. I'm not saying his career as a whole gets him into the Hall of Fame. So what's your point? What I'm saying is what he did in 1961 is enough to get you into the Hall of Fame in itself. So Brady Anderson had one year where he hit 50 plus home runs. He belongs in the Hall of Fame? Did he break Babe Ruth's home run record? Technically. Did he? Technically, Roger Maris didn't either. Technically, he did. Cause you, because if you, you watch until the end you of the movie... You watched the whole movie about Bob that. Shepard comes on. Roger Maris actually held the record. And he just didn't know. Until after he was dead. So? So while he was alive, he didn't hold the record. So, put him in now. Why? Because he deserves to be no, there. No, he doesn't. And he doesn't deserve to have his number retired as a Yankee either. 1961 was one of the greatest years... In baseball history because of what Maris and Mantle so did. So if Ronald Torres, for some oh. unknown reason, hit 79 home runs this coming Christian, season. It's so different. It's so different. How? Explain it Because to me. at that point in time, what Babe Ruth did in baseball was unheard of. No one ever imagined anyone ever getting close. And Roger Maris went up against Mickey Mantle, the most beloved Yankee, and beat him out. In a race, and in the final game, beat Babe Ruth's record. He didn't really beat him out. I mean, the Mick was hurt. Whatever. He didn't play a full season. But all year, they went neck and neck. But your whole point is that... But hold on. Hold on. Okay? All right. And then, these idiots come into baseball. The Maguires, the Sosas, whatever. And then Barry Bonds comes in, and, and what? How many home runs did he hit? 73? Cares. Right. So who gives a shit if Ronald Torres... Sorry for my cursing, but... Uh, you know, who cares if anyone comes in and beats that record at this point? It's all tainted to me. All right, so what if Roger, uh, what if Ronald Torres hits 62 home runs next year? It would be an incredible feat for him. Let's put him in the Hall of Fame, though. No, that's not the point. It's not the point. It's what Roger Maris did at that point in time. I mean, it was unheard of. 
He changed the game. He changed the way people watch the game. The he way had people one superb. The season. way the media covered the game. And I he, mean, he was merely an average to good. Yes, player. I agree with you. But that one season is Hall of Fame worthy. One season. I don't care that one. You said it right there. One season. Great. It was worth him getting into the Hall of Fame. Totally not, though. Totally is. You're wrong. Totally you're absolutely is. Absolutely wrong. You, no, I'm right. No, I'm telling you, you're wrong. And we can. It's actually crazy to me that he's not in the Hall of Fame. I think it's perfectly. Let me tell you. Let me ask you this, is. right? What? What is the big milestone for home runs? Five hundred. Five hundred, right? He had two seventy-five. So okay, little, uh, would you let more. me get to my point? Okay. A guy hits five hundred home runs in his career, but he has a two hundred batting average. No one cares about anything except for that 500 home runs, correct? That's your ticket. That's your ticket into the Hall of Fame, right? Okay. okay. So for me, this was Roger Maris's ticket. Nothing else matters except for what he did in 1960. But your Hall of Fame, the Hall of Fame is a career achievement. So if you have one great year out of your career and then a bunch of average Two years, great years. He won back-to-back MVPs. So... Yeah, but even that on its own would, is not enough to get him in the Hall of Fame. Well, for me it is. So. That's why you don't have a vote. Maybe I should. I don't think you should. You'd probably put Kyle Farnsworth in the Hall of Fame. I'll tell you what. Anyone who listens to this podcast, I want to know. You can email us at myysportstalk at gmail.com. You can tweet us. I don't care. I want to know if you think Roger Maris should be in the Hall of Fame. The answer is no. The answer is yes. You couldn't be more wrong. I couldn't be more right. Uh, you know what? Okay. We're not getting anywhere with this because you're, you're brain damaged. All right. You're so ba- you're what's bane, next? You're bane you just damaged. going right to bums at this point? Well, I mean, what else do you want to talk about? Nothing. I don't even, I don't want to be here. I want to be sleeping. That's great. That's a great message to send <laughs> to the listeners that you don't even want to be here today. However. Tutaluma the this is I guarantee you next week's show is going to be our lowest downloaded show you think? of all time maybe yeah. this one will be no because people are actually going to be excited to listen to this and they're going to listen to it and they're going to be like Ugh. by the way before we get into bums Potable has a nice contest going we are number two after a week of the most downloads the number one show is one of the biggest podcasts in the country. Did you know that? I never even heard of them. So. Wolf. Who? It's called Wolf 659 or something. Never heard of Don't it. Don't download it. Don't. I never heard of it. The quality is fantastic. Of Wolf? Yeah. But. What are they talking it's about? It's a guy pretending he's like stuck in outer space. And that's getting more downloads than this. I mean, we need to step it up. And you're just telling, yeah, we need to step it up, but yet you're telling people that you have no desire to be here today. I want to beat, I want to beat them. I want to place number one. We get this whole nice event in the city. We get recording equipment. We get to say we're number one. So I want to get there. So go to Potable, potable potable.co, or if you have an iPhone, there's an app right now in the app store, Potable, P-O-D-I-B-L-E, okay? Head there, listen to our podcast there, listen to all the episodes. Give us as many listens as you possibly can. Let's talk a little pop culture. What's that? You know what pop culture is? Yeah, I do. What's that? What do you want to talk about? All right, so 
you've never seen The Sopranos. I have. I just... you, you you never watched it to know what was going on in it. Uh, no, not really. You've seen Breaking Bad, of course. You've seen The Wire, of course. I've never seen The Wire. The Wire is the best show you'll ever watch in your life. Why? Uh, it's so tough to say. Okay, Breaking Bad was my favorite show, right? But every episode, once you got to a certain point in that series, every episode you were like, oh my god, I can't believe that just happened. And what show are you speaking of? Breaking Bad. Yes. Right? And that's what made that show so great. You couldn't believe what you were watching. The Wire is completely different. You have to get through a full season before you're like, okay, I'll keep going. And then you're hooked. Because it's not... The Wire isn't like, oh my god, I can't believe that just happened. I need to watch the next episode. The Wire is something that sucks you in because it's so realistic. You feel like you're a part of it and you can't stop watching. And by the end of it, you don't want to let it go. Can I – I don't – I just think that I know a little bit about The Wire that it's about uh, African-American selling drugs. It's about – So you you relate to that? No. <laughs> no. I Just neither. saying because you said like it was very realistic. Like I didn't know that you were in the world of like selling drugs like that. No. I meant it's realistic, like there's no crazy cliffhangers really and anything like that. It was written by a former police officer in Baltimore with the with the African American community uh, in the project. You mean community. I said community. No, you said immunity. You completely oh missed God. the first part of that word. And in the projects in Baltimore and how bad the drug problem got and the crime. It's an. I'm telling you, it's an incredible show. My two, my so for me, I've never seen The Wire. My two, the two best shows I've ever seen in my life are The Sopranos and Breaking Bad. So you've never seen it, so you can't make a judgment on it. Oh, Sopranos is stupid. You're stupid. Whatever. And I always, and I just tweeted this out the other day on my personal account. You can follow me at Christian underscore nyyst. That I always bounce back and forth on what the best show ever is, depending on what I'm watching at the time. You can, I've watched enough of The Sopranos to say you cannot put that in the same breath as Breaking Bad. You you're actually, out of your mind. No, you're out you're of your out mind. out of your mind. I think you are. No. Trust me. You, If you haven't watched the show from start to finish, then you can't make an accurate Not judgment a, on that. Uh, all right. Okay. And the reason why I'm So are you going to watch The Wire? Well, that's what everybody keeps saying. Well, you know, it, your argument isn't valid because you don't even talk about The Wire. And The Wire really is the best show of all time. It is. It is. I never thought I'd put anything above Breaking Bad. But The Wire is the greatest show of all time. And at the end of the first season, you're going to text me and say, I don't get it. I don't see what you see in this show. I don't know if I'm going to keep watching it. And I'm going to say, Christian, keep watching it. And then by the end, you're going to text me again and say, that was the greatest show I've ever watched. Omar coming. <laughs> who's, who's Omar? Omar. Is that uh, Michael B. Jordan? No. I heard he's in there. Yeah, he dies, though. He gets killed. <laughs> no reason to watch the show now. Oh, that was my big F you today. I don't care. I wasn't going to watch it anyway. Because I like... I, can you want to know why? Because... I like arguing with people telling them that The Wire sucks and I never saw it. Just good. like the way you are. Just the way the I do. Yep. Yeah, good so. for you. It feels good, doesn't it? It feels good to be ignorant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, my buddy, he tweeted me back the other day. He's like, well, The Wire really is the best show of all time. According to me, Entertainment Weekly and Rolling Stone. And I said, I think 
my response was, well, then you, Entertainment Weekly, and Rolling Stone are a bunch of dumb idiots. <laughs> I'm going to make this title <laughs> nothing to do with Yankees. Because you're talking three minutes about The Sopranos and Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad or The Wire, which is a better show. Not putting Sopranos on there. Why? Worst show ever. You don't even know that, Never saw it. Hate it. (laughs) Come on. Can we get to the bums? Since you like to be our merchandise director here, you should just... That should be a shirt. Never saw it. Hate it. That is a good one. (laughs) Only our true fans would get that shirt, though. Uh, Anyway, speaking of our store... Nice little segue. MIYsportstalk.com slash shop. Swag up. Get a little merch. No. Don't swag up. Buy something from our Buy something from our store. Swag up. So Oh. Hey. What? Let's let's drop a couple things before we get to the bums. Okay. Okay. What's coming out February thirteenth? It's um It's the day. You know what it is? It's the best hookup day for single guys in the country. Really? Because you didn't know about this? Yeah, I did. Because all the lonely women that don't have Valentine's dates get really desperate the day before Valentine's Day. Yeah, but you don't want to commit the day before Valentine's Day. No, but it's... Then what? You got to go out and buy flowers or something? No, nuts. It's a great hookup day. Women are just looking for some companionship so they're not alone. Oh, and men aren't? Huh? There's not guys out there that, that are looking for companionship? You don't know. You've never been guy searching. I never. No, it's true. I've never uh, been out there roaming the streets. Come on, what's the thirteenth? The day before the Yankees report to camp. No, they report on the thirteenth. I thought it was the fourteenth. No, did they change it? Maybe they report on the thirteenth. Are you sure about that? No. (laughs) I'm like, I'm almost positive it's the fourteenth. No, I'm almost positive it's the thirteenth. Whatever. So what's your? What are you getting at? My, what I'm getting at is we're also dropping our interview that day. Of? Of. You tell me. I don't know. We've been doing a lot of things lately. So, <laughs> Gene Monahan. Oh, yeah. Gene Monahan. And I'm going to try and drop these awesome Q&A article interviews that we have on important days. Because we've been working on two others this past week, which we won't drop just yet. I was going to. Okay. Maybe we shouldn't drop no, not the yet. month after yet. Let's get it all Lined finalized. Ready, yeah. yeah. All right, February 13th, keep an eye out for our interview with Gene Monahan. It is unbelievable, some of the answers he's, he gave us. Head to myysportsdoc.com. You'll see a couple uh, subscription forms. Sign up to the website to be notified when these articles are released. And that's all, folks. Except uh, follow us on Twitter at myysportsdoc. You doing the goodbye right now? No. You just that's that's all, it. That's all I want to plug. You plug your mouth. Do bums, bro. All right. So we left it up to the fans this week since we really only have the outfield and the relief pitchers to do. We are going to fill a DH. Can and, I say something? What? I want to cut you off. We have a very loyal listener, one of my buddies, and he's a huge Jags fan. Okay. I'm not. I I'm rooting for the Jags for him. Okay. And I want to say, B. Gibbs, good luck today. Even though you'll hear this after. Even though you'll hear this after today. So good luck yesterday. I hope the Jags won. I hope they won. Because fact I hope Boston. they're in the Super Bowl for you. Baston. Fact Baston. 
I actually like Tom Brady and the Patriots. So. I don't hate Tom Brady and the Patriots because I I'm love a, Tom I'm Brady. I'm a Giants fan, and we, I have a man crush on Tom Brady, and we beat them. So I do. I have a man crush on him. They don't really bother me too much. I'm okay. I'm secure enough with my sexuality to admit that. Um, so you like dudes? So it's not that I like dudes. I have a man crush on Tom Brady. Uh huh. And Ryan Reynolds. So, like, uh, I don't know. Bums. All right, so anyway, we left this up to the fans this week because we really only have the relief pitchers and the outfield to do. We will name a DH, but Chris and I have decided that we're going to let you vote on the three highest vote getters that did not win, and that will be our DH. Correct? Correct. So the fans voted that they want us to discuss the relief pitchers this week. Now, in... Gathering the names for relief pitchers, there are a lot of guys with friggin' atrocious ERAs, but they're nothing more than a teardrop in the bucket. So right. we're not going to discuss every single guy that had a 12 ERA because there's probably 50 of them that have passed through the Yankees in the last 20 years, okay? I picked 10 names that I think are very worthy of being debated. They're names that you should have heard of if you've been a fan of the Yankees for the last 20 years. They're, quote, sexy names, which I think plays into this better than saying that. By sexy, we don't mean like, oh, we love them. We mean like they suck so bad that we know their names more than others. But like, all right, would you rather me debate Tyler Clippard, whose numbers aren't that terrible it's not about you someone else because tyler clippard is not about the numbers i don't care if he had a career 2.5 era with the yankees what he did last year that's it all right would you rather me not discuss a guy like scott proctor whose numbers aren't that bad considering what the yankees did to him no you have to discuss him or a guy like um Joe Torrey would be upset Jacob with us. Lindgren, <laughs> who had a 5.53 ERA in like 20 career appearances. Joe Torrey would be very upset if we didn't mention Scott Proctor. All right. So I got the 10 names out in front of me. Uh, you know, if I left off your favorite player, please, you know, tweet us at NYY Sports Talk and tell me, hey guys, why isn't Kirby Yates on the list? Because like I said, who the hell is Kirby Yates? Yeah, I know he had a 5.23 ERA in his year here, but... It's Kirby Yates. 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 Kirby. It's Herbie Hancock. I was watching that the other day. (laughs) A lot of people go to school for seven years. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they're called doctors. You know what? Did you ever watch Black Sheep? Okay. You want to know something about me? What? I love Chris Farley. I hate movies. No. Tommy Boy is my favorite movie of all time. I don't... It's tough because it's a comedy and I don't always hold comedies up high compared to others, but Tommy Boy is my favorite. Anything Chris Farley is my favorite. So, yes. What was your next question? I don't think it ever got the – that was a follow-up to Tommy Boy for people say Farley. People say that Black Sheep is what killed Chris Farley. Why? Because he was clean. He was very he was the cleanest he's he'd ever been in his life. And before the premiere of Black Sheep, see, they signed a two-movie contract together. And everyone felt like Black Sheep was such a bust. It was thrown together so poorly. It was rushed to get done. I don't really remember a lot of that. And Farley hated it. So at the premiere, he was so nervous. 
he ended up packing the uh, airplane bottles of, of alcohol. And he went into the bathroom. Someone caught him drinking. After that, spiraled out of control. Never got clean again. Uh, substantially clean, and that was it. So, David Spade always said that that's what killed him. Really? Yeah. Never heard of that before. You should read the book. I've read it twice. What? The Chris Farley Show. It's absolutely unbelievable. Who wrote it? It's it's really everybody who knew him. You ever see the documentary where they're all talking? That's how the book is. It's his brothers, Spade, Rock, Chris Rock. You know what I never knew until I saw Tommy Boy? What did I watch? Like two weeks ago? That that's Rob Lowe. Yeah. I never knew that. Brothers don't shake hands. Brothers got a hug. I was I was like, wow, that guy really looks like Rob Lowe. What are you kidding me, man? That was like I've he, seen that movie at least a hundred times. At it's least. probably been like a good fifteen years since I've seen Tommy Boy. I've seen a lot of things in my life. <laughs> I'm very upset. Why? Because every time I like I said, I've been watching the Sopranos this week and I'm <sighs> like And speaking at and texting me in Italian. And I'm like, James Gandolfini is dead. Yeah. I'm like He's a good actor. Very good actor. I love James Gandolfini. And, I'm, and then I'm like, I'm sad. Like, because, think about it. All these big HBO shows got friggin' movies, and we never got the Sopranos movie. Thank God. Can we get back to the bones? No. Because this is what's going on in my life this week, and there's really nothing happening with the Yankees. So, mm. I just watched the season three, uh, season two uh, finale before you came here. Big puss sleeps with the fishes. Oh, you ruined the show for me. First of all, you wouldn't even – if I paid you a million dollars to watch it, you still wouldn't watch it. Probably not. You're right. always worthless to me. You're wor- you know what's worthless to me? Me. You're my best friend. <laughs> all on. right. So what do you want to do here? Rattle Run- off the names. Right. I don't care about stats right now. Just rattle the names. Well, I put them on here because – I don't care about them right now. Just rattle the names. Let me rack my brain around the names. Jim Messier. Just keep going. Just – Boom. Paul Quantrill. Tanyan Sturtz. Mm. Scotty P. Alan Embry. Mm. Kyle Farnsworthless. Mm. <laughs> Edward Ramirez. Mm. Excuse me. Latroy Hawkins. Get to the chopper! Chanho Park. And uh, T. Clizzle. T. Clips. Tyler Clippard. I don't even like the... First of all, I don't even know the first guy you named. All right. I'm going to tell you why Jim Messier is on the list. Oh, Messier. Yeah, I know Messier. Jim Messier was on the Yankees in 1996 and 1997. And you remember the stellar bullpen that they had? Are you being... What? With Wetland and... Yeah, all Rivera. those guys. And yeah. Stanton and Graham Lloyd. Yeah. And, and this jabroni pitched 74 innings and had a 5.72 ERA. So that's why I put him up all here. Right. Because he was the... The bum of the of that bullpen. He was the um. Who did we have like that? Like who was the guy that when he came in over the last couple of years, you were like, "Oh, this game's over." Joe doesn't care about this game. Uh, ooh, like a Nick Goody. Nick Goody, yeah. Or a, a Nick Rumbelow. Yeah. Nick Goody. Uh, where is he? I think he's in Cleveland. I think he is. Yep, he is. They like him over there. They like him in Cleveland. He pitched well for them. Yeah, they like him. All right, you got Paul Quantrill, who uh, was a Yankee in uh, 2004 and 2005. Was Quantrill a bum? 
Well, you know, uh, he pitched 127 innings with a 5.23 ERA. ERA. What was the ERA? 5.23. Mm. Our boy, uh, Sturtz was here in 2004, 5, and 6 in 166 innings. Some of those spot starts, 5.53. Ooh. Scotty Proct, the proctologist, pitched parts of five seasons with the Yankees, 2004 to 2007, and then came back in 2011. Uh, 237 innings, 4.51 ERA. Let's talk about the one year we were talking about that. All right, let's get through it. Well, no. All right, go. Because we don't have to talk about this for that long. In 2006, right? 2006. Who cares? 2006. I'm going to say it. Uh, Scott Proctor threw 102 innings. As a relief pitcher. As a relief pitcher. 102. He was in 83 games. That's insane. That's a result of like something bad happened <laughs> that Joe Torre was punishing Scott Proctor for. Yeah, he must have hated him. 102 innings, man. Wow. That's crazy. All right, then we got Alan Embry, who was here in 2005, 14 and a third innings, but a 7.53 ERA. Hmm. He's here because he was a member of the Idiot Red Sox. I remember him on the Red Sox. And he was a dominant lefty that uh, they I brought remember. in to get our lefties out. And then George just decided to bring him over here, and he was atrocious. I remember him. I forgot he was a Yankee. Yeah, well, I remember him on the Red Sox. Though. I was at a game against the White Sox, and they had just brought him over, and he must have given up like twelve grand slams in that game, hmm. figuratively. Hmm. Uh, your boy Kyle Farnsworth on the list. Uh, two thousand six to two thousand eight, hundred seventy innings and uh, four point three three ERA. Why does that? Why? How? How does he only have a 4-3-3? I feel like his ERA should be like 7. Because you want to know why? Because when he gave up runs, he gave them up in the late innings. Yeah. He was supposed to be our setup guy. He was supposed to close the door yeah. to get to Mo. Do you, and I told you this beforehand. Do you know when in 2008 who the Yankees traded him and received in return? Yeah, Pudge. Who is? Our catcher bum. <laughs> Can I do my bit now? If you have one. Edouard Ramirez, I have the head of an alien. I look like an alien. I talk like an alien. Edouard Ramirez, whose parents were so poor that they couldn't afford the D at the end of his name. <laughs> uh, he was here in 2007 to 2009, 98 innings in a 5.22 ERA. Now, remember, he was... Uh, How many innings? 98. Wow. He was part of that big strikeout craze with Java in 2007. And... Um, he had a devastating changeup for about three weeks, <laughs> and then and then the league caught up to him, and, and then technology he was, got to him. Oh my goodness, he he just was just not that guy anymore. He just wasn't a major league baseball player. He pitched a little bit with Oakland after that, but then uh, that was it. That was it. I think he did earn enough money to finally afford the D at the end of his name, <laughs> but he left it off. But he left it off. Uh, Latroy Hawkins. I hate him. I hate Latroy Hawkins. So 2008, much. uh, 5.71 ERA in 41 innings, but that's not the reason why he's on the list. Why is he on the list? Because he was the first and only man to wear number 21 since Paul O'Neill retired. Bum. And the fans hated, hated him. him for it. Hated him for as it. As they should. 
So. Uh, th- th- now we got the Choppa, Chan Ho Park. He really, sucked, but. Who's really on the list for a personal reason. <laughs> <laughs> You're mad at him still? You don't even know what I'm going to say. When I got his autograph. You raced down there. He was signing autographs. I had a hat. I had him sign my hat. 2010 and 35 innings, he pitched to a 5.6 ERA. You and I were at a game, and it was cap night, and you grabbed the cap out of my hand, and you're like, Channel Park signing autographs. I didn't grab it out of your hand. No. I had my own cap. Yeah, but you were like, give me your hat. And I was like, I don't want this worthless free hat soiled with Channel Park's name on it. I, You know what I did with that hat? I have no idea what mine is. I don't even think Neither do I. I don't even know if I came home with it. So... And then Tyler Clippard, who, uh, 2007 and then made a return in 2016 and, as we all know, 2017. <laughs> 88 and two-third innings as a Yankee, 4.67 career Don't ERA. care about his stats, pal. He's going on the list, and I am not, not debating it. Him no, you have to give me a legitimate reason why. Do you want a legitimate reason? Yeah. You want me to put together his games from 2017? Yes. His handful of games? You want me to put them together for you? Yes. Okay, I will. That's my reason. He's the biggest bum loser. If Clippard was half a bum last season, we probably would have won the division. Okay? So in 2016, the fact that he pitched relatively well. And then maybe if we win the division, maybe we make it to the World Series. Maybe we do. Even as a division winner, they weren't going to be better than the Houston Nationals, so they still would have been on the road in that series. But who's to say that a fresher team, without playing that demanding wild card game, we don't last you mean a little world longer? World Series champion Tyler Clippard. Yeah, that little bastard. How does that happen? That little bastard's got a ring. He was the Houston Astros bullpen was so bad that they brought in Tyler Clippard. And they still won the World Series. He's going on the list, so. All right, so. World and so is Farnsworth. Why? Because they His numbers, lost. If you look at other numbers but on it's here. it's not about the numbers with those two guys. It's just not. You said it yourself. Farnsworth lost big games. Do you have a blown saves on Farnsworth? I don't know. Is that on baseball reference? Do they do uh, blown, like, holds? I don't know. Is there is there a stat that will show us how many games he blew? I want to know. I actually want to know how many losses he had, Farnsworth. I bet you it's up there. I bet you he blew a lot of games and, and ended up taking a loss. Shut your face, huh? He had a, um, let's see, as a Yankee. Uh, six and nine as a Yankee. Okay. He had seven saves. Uh, are you not going to give me the uh, the blown saves here? It's under BS. Yeah, I know what it's under. It's not here. It's got to be. You just don't know what you're looking for. Wins, loss, win, loss percentage, ERA, games, game started. I don't know what the hell GF stands for. Gluten free. <laughs> Complete game, shutout, saves, innings, pitch, hits, runs, ERA, homers. Walks, intentional walk, strikeouts, hit by pitch, and some sabermetric crap. Scroll down. To what? Oh, whatever. Farnsworth is going on the list. 
There's no way you. There's no way in hell you don't put Farnsworth on this list. Even though he had a he had a zero, I don't care. He had a zero ERA in the postseason for the Yankees. Great. Don't care. He's a bum. You know he what sucked. I really he sucked every time. You know he what came I really out. remember about him in 2005. Uh, he was with Atlanta in the division series against Houston, and he had a chance to lock up the division, close out the the Astros. And he blew the game. That's what I remember most about him. And then the Yankees were like, hey. Hey, hey, pal, why don't you come over? Why don't you come over to us? So, there's no way you don't put him on the pole. So, Clippard and Farnsworth are on. Uh, and I'm not debating it. That's happening. Even though he had a 6.4 career war? <laughs> That's crazy. Come on. Next. Who do you think? Who's going to be our third for the... Fans I don't know. Take, to vote on. take a pick, dude. Um, I kind of like Eduardo Ramirez, to be honest. Why? Because you hate him so much. <laughs> I didn't say that I hated him. Yeah, you hate him. I could tell. He had he, he was just the guy that had the changeup, and then that was it. And then he didn't have it no more, and then he just couldn't couldn't get anybody out. Oh, and league. let's let's say this real quick. Everyone's going to flip out. How do you not have Jabba on this? Yes, please. Because guess up. why? Jabba didn't suck as a relief pitcher. And he didn't really. And he... it wasn't his fault that the Yankees tried to make him a starter and then put him back in the bullpen. The guy was phenomenal as a relief pitcher. And then the Yankees ruined him. He wasn't a bum. All right, here we, we go. We debated him as a starting bum. But. Uh, the Yankees signed uh, Farnsworth three years, seventeen million dollars a year. Was the second highest offer that he got that year. And apparently, the the uh, Texas Rangers offered him a three year, twenty one million dollar deal, and he turned it down to come to the Yankees. Hmm. Can you go through those list of names one more time? I was trying to find something on Kyle Farnsworth, but that came up. Uh, who? Let's just look at Jabba for a second, huh? This way people can relax. I hope I have a good dinner tonight. Yeah, what are you cooking? I'm not cooking. No, who's cooking then? I don't know. Be sexism right now. No, my father-in-law is probably going to cook. Great cook. All right, as a Yankee, and this entails his relief and starting career, he had a 3.85 ERA. Right. So, So get over it. And no, Dylan Batances isn't going on. No way, no on. way. Come on, you're ridiculous. And we said this. Uh, did someone you... put? Did someone tweet that to us this morning? What Dylan Batances? Yeah. And what did I say? I don't know. I don't read when you respond. I really don't. Yeah, you are a mess right now. I'm so hungover, man. So I need more electrolytes. Would you say that last year was probably the worst year of Batanz's career? If you want to call it that, but it really wasn't that bad of a year. Statistically, yeah, it was his worst. Let's look at that. But again, man, how many times do we got to say it? It's not his stuff. That's what, that's what doesn't concern me. That's why, that's why I'm not like jumping off a bridge. All right. For a guy that had the worst year of his career. What do you have? A 360 ERA? 2.87. Right. Okay. A hundred strikeouts in 59 innings. Right. So I just said to you, it wasn't that bad. Statistically, yeah, it was his worst. Why did he have 10 saves last year? 
because oh Chapman was when Chapman was suspended, and then when he got hurt, and lost he was on his the DL. Role. Yeah, and he lost. Did he go on the DL? He was on the DL also. Mm. Yeah, Chapman went on the DL with his shoulder, and he was suspended last in the beginning. Year. That wasn't this year. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. Oh, you're right. That was when they got him a couple years ago. But he still was out for a considerable time this year. Yeah, he was. He was hurt. He was hurt. Remember, we were like, what the hell's going on with Chapman? He's hurt. Came All right, back. if you want to say, uh, Batances had a 10-8 ERA in 2013, but he also only pitched five innings. Right. Uh, his highest career ERA was 2016, 3.8. 3.08. Oh, that's sorry. what I was thinking of then. 3.08, but remember, a lot of that was at the end of the year when he was the closer, and right. it just didn't really jive with him well. Yeah. No, it but, really, it all was at the end of the year. But look at it, dude. Like, he's a phenomenal 2014, pitcher. 2014, 1.40. 1.50. Remember in 2006, was it 2016 or 2015 when Miller came? Miller was here in 2015, right? 15. And him and Batanza didn't give up a run combined to yeah. like, June almost. Yeah, it was crazy. Forget it. I'm not. I don't even no, want to waste any stupid. more time on it. Stupid. So, who's our third guy? All right. So here are my top choices. Ready? I don't Look. care about your top choices. No, I'm gonna my top choices for the third guy. Ah, uh, I'm throwing Jim Messier out. Yes. All right. Out. Paul Quantrill was just so bad. I hated him. I could put him on that. I think Joe tried to get a lot of big outs out of him, and he could just, he just. I just didn't like him. Sturts was another guy that got the proctor treatment. That he got hot, and Joe rode him till his arm fell off. Yeah. So I mean, do you want to, you want to disqualify both him and Proctor? For yeah, that? I'm, I'm certainly not. I didn't like Proctor ever. Never liked the guy. Um, but what a workhorse, man! 102 innings. 102 innings as a relief pitcher, that's asinine. All right, so, I mean, I'm I'm willing to, to forget Proctor, but Sturts has still got that 5-5-3 ERA. Keep, keep naming him. I mean, Alan Embry only had 14 innings, but again, nah. the whole Red Sox thing and coming here and just being a complete loser. We could throw him on for... Eduardo Ramirez, I look like an alien. <laughs> I have the head of an alien. Shut up. Uh, como se dice, go home. Yeah, take Advil and go to sleep. I mean, I, I kind of, I'm kind of leaning towards Edouard a little bit because he really was a bum. He was. I'll do it for you. I'll but do then, it for you. all right. So then, it's Latroy Hawkins, the 5.71 year. Oh come on, done. I hated that idiot. I'm putting him on. All come right. on, how bad was Latroy Hawkins? I hated his him. biggest crime against humanity was wearing number 21 though. I and a 5.70 array. You're a bum. You're a loser, idiot, bum. I'm putting him on. So, Farnsworth and Clippard. And Hawkins. Those are three sexy names. All right, lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it in. Let me begin. All right, so. It's a sin. Get up. Stand up. Well, we, uh. Maybe move your hands up. Stop. So, what Mm. we also. Will you stop being. Disrespectful to the media. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. All right. So what we also wanted was uh, your suggestions for who should be on the bum list. And the winner of our little giveaway here. I don't know. Let me see. I got to pull up the tweet. 
the tweet. Go pull up the tweet. I can't find it now. Just delete it. Yeah. Why? To piss you off. So now, so now nobody wins anything. No, I didn't delete it. You're just an idiot when it comes to technology. Well, you're an idiot for multiple things, but mostly technology. Yeah, mostly the fact that I decided to become friends with you. Maybe because you tweet things like, read my last tweet and then come back in three weeks and read the next one. And that'll be the one for the contest. So now you can't even find your own contest tweet. Maybe that's the problem. No, that's not the problem. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Let's put this in the random, uh, the random picker thinger here. Let's see here. What do you want to do? All right. In the beep, bop, boop, bop, boop, random number computerizer thing. Uh, Tom Coyle, Tom underscore, uh, T.C. Tommy Coyle. Uh, Tom underscore Coyle, uh, you win the Yankee swag box giveaway for this month. What is it? It's a mystery. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. And here's... Anthrax. It's not anthrax, <laughs> jackass. And here is the real... Uh, I said that I was going to tweet out the winner on Tuesday. But here for a bonus, a bonus prize. If you listen to the pod before I tweet out the winner and know that you're the winner, DM us. And I'll give you a bonus prize. How about that? Boom! So extra steak dinner. Extra point. No, not steak dinner. Maybe some Wendy's coupons. Mm. Just as good. Extra points for winning. I mean, extra points for listening to the podcast. Sound fair? Do I get extra points for having to listen to you for an hour? (laughs) I just want to die. I either want to die or go home. Whichever one comes first at this point. That's what I want to do. Okay. (sighs) I can arrange that. Okay. I can call an Uber or I can murder you. <laughs> you know, we were discussing this before you came on the oh, air. Jesus. And I said... Don't go, don't go down this road. And I said... Uh, you said uh, something about dying here. <laughs> and I said that I didn't want you to die in my house. Because you, I was drinking a third Red Bull of, <laughs> of the morning. And I said, don't worry about me. I'm going to die eventually anyway. I need this Red Bull right now. And look, it got me to this point, and I'm still very calm. And I said I didn't want you to die in my house because if anybody went through the last 24 hours of text messages, I'd be the prime suspect. Yeah. That's probably relevant. That's a relevant sentence no matter when I die. You would be the prime suspect. Honestly, though, how could we be best friends and then speak to each other the way that we do? You're my third best friend, so. Oh, you don't even rank. (laughs) My cats are my best friends. Uh, and I don't even own cats. Good. Wrap so, it up. I feel like we're shortchanging the audience this week. You no, su- I actually think we had a nice show. You uh, you sucked a katzo. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. No, I didn't. We had good talks. We had good <laughs> talks, good discussion, good TV show talk. I like it. Not every episode has to be directly about the Yankees. What, what's your favorite show on television right now? Right now? Right now. Don't know, man. You want to know why? I don't watch TV anymore. I, I, you know what it was? You know what it might have been? Ray Donovan. I never watched Ray oh, Donovan. Phenomenal. Did it I don't know where it is now. Uh, you just stopped watching it? I just, you know, I, you know what I do now? I've rewatched shows on Netflix. Like last night, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm like, I gotta watch The Office again. I just got done watching it. 
Might do How I Met Your Mother again. It's off Netflix now. Whatever, I'll just steal your... I offered it to you. You didn't want it. Can you wrap this up? No. TV's boring. I'm not talking anymore. I'll just talk for the next hour. Good. So, guys, this is what life's going to be like after Chris is dead. (laughs) And I control the show. Follow us at MIY Sports Talk on Twitter. Go to the website, MIYSportsTalk.com. Head to our fan shop, swag up, get some merchandise, subscribe to the site. Again, the Gene Monahan article is dropping February 13th. Very excited for February 13th. And hopefully by next podcast, we can tell you who is coming out in March. We'll see. We'll see. If and when this gets locked up, there will be a little teaser on oh. that. No, not that one. Huh? I wasn't talking about that interview. Oh, not that interview. I'm talking about the other interview. That interview that you were just talking about is going to be the biggest announcement in MIY Sports Talk to date. So exciting. We got to lock it up, though. It's locked. Lock it up. I was just watching Wedding Crashers the other day, too. It's lock locked. it up. I was talking about the March interview. The the March in Washington yesterday? <laughs> Why do you always have to go into politics? Like, you subtly go into <laughs> politics in the show. Every episode. The emails. The march. Ugh. Look, dude. To be honest with you, I really don't care anymore. My I don't life, care about anything about politics at all. You want to Nor know should anyone else. Because it's all why? BS. And I still have to wake up and go to right. work. So everyone so should just chill the F out. Stop worrying about it. Because guess what? We're not going to change a thing. It so. doesn't matter. We don't matter. Just get over it. We don't matter. Right? Do you matter? You sure as hell don't matter. Oh, but you do? Yeah. A little. A little bit. A little bit. Okay. Just, let's just, let's just strive to be a better humanity. (laughs) Except towards Chris Stacy. Yeah. Let's go. Thank you for listening to episode 25 of the NYY Sports Talk podcast. I'm Christian. I'm not even throwing it to Chris today. You have to. Do you think people like it? I don't know if I don't know if they would get through the show without it. What <laughs> your whole big sh- thing at the end there? <laughs> don't do it. I have it copyrighted. Oh yeah? Yeah. How much money are you making off of that? A lot. All right, so like you said, go to the website nyysportstalk.com, buy some gear, get get your Say merch. It. Say it. Say it. Swag up. Swag up. All right. Twitter at Chris Junior underscore NYYST at Christian underscore NYYST. Yeah, at NYY Sports Talk. That's it. You have to throw it. <laughs> you can't not throw it to me. All right. Hey, Ryan, you got anything to say? <laughs> Stack guy, Ryan. I just wanted to throw it in there because uh, last week I realized that I hadn't said anything about him in like months. Whatever. He's dead to me. Really? Your own No, he watched my son last night, so. Are you waiting for me to do something? Yeah. Aren't you? <laughs> uh, como se dice? Uh, Chris, say goodbye. Peace!